Miss Tonelow, over Gloomhaven, thick and relentless. The village itself was an anomaly, hidden deep within a maze of gnarled trees that twisted skyward, their branches blocking out any meaningful sunlight. Crooked pathways, made from aged cobblestones, snaked through the village, connecting one ominous building to the next. At night, it wasn't just the cold that chilled one's bones. The very shadows seemed alive, shifting and swaying in a grotesque dance. The gentle breezes carried with them whispers, chilling murmurs that hinted at long-forgotten despair. Into this backdrop of eeriness stepped the scholar. Draped in robes of deep maroon, the fabric aged but of quality, he moved with purpose. Slung over his shoulder, encased in worn leather, was a tome. Its pages were filled with ancient legends and myths, some of which spoke of places like Gloomhaven. Not too far behind him, the rogue moved, stealthily. Her attire was a stark contrast, all in shades of muted grey and brown, blending seamlessly with the village's dim backdrop. Her fingers, known in many places for their ability to discover hidden things and lift long-kept secrets, twitched in anticipation. The village's lifeblood, both in a metaphorical and very tangible sense, was its ancient well. Positioned at the village center, it was surrounded by cobblestones worn smooth by countless feet. But that fateful evening, something changed. As the last rays of sunlight disappeared, the water within the well turned dark, a pitch black that seemed to absorb all light. As if this wasn't horrifying enough, the inky liquid began to ooze out, mixed with a viscous red, unmistakably the hue of blood. All around the village, a more silent, insidious transformation took place. Birds perched on rooftops suddenly turned rigid, their once glossy feathers now resembling grey stone. Cats chasing evening prey froze, their forms hardening into statues of pursuit. The very essence of life was sucked out, leaving behind stone replicas, as if the village was suddenly filled with petrified memories. Alarmed by these events, the scholar quickly set the tome on a nearby wooden bench and began flipping through its pages. His fingers traced ancient scripts, searching for a clue, a reference, anything that might explain the horrors unfolding around them. Meanwhile, the rogue's observant eyes were scanning the environment. She noticed something the villagers had always overlooked, patterns in the layout of the buildings, in the cobblestone streets, and in the designs etched on their doorways. Runes, old and potent, seemed to be integrated into the very fabric of Gloomhaven. They weren't just designs, they were enchantments. But what was their purpose? The answer lay hidden, awaiting discovery by the scholar and rogue, as the first chapter of Gloomhaven's curse began to unveil itself. The darkening horizon bore a new spectacle. At first, it appeared as mere silhouettes against the dusk, but as they drew closer, the somber truth was revealed. From the very edge of the dense forest that bordered Gloomhaven, a procession emerged. Leading this parade were children, their faces familiar to the villagers. These were the same children who had vanished over the past months, their disappearances chalked up to the many mysteries of the woods. But now, they were different. Their eyes, once bright with youthful innocence, were now hollow, 
glazed over with a misty sheen. Their movements were synchronized, eerily so, as they danced in concentric circles with a grace that belied their tender ages. The villagers, horror-stricken, could only watch as this grotesque performance unfolded in the village square. Suddenly, from the very center of the children's dance, the earth began to tremble. Cracks appeared, and from within those depths, a sapling shot upwards. But this was no ordinary growth. With an unnatural speed, the sapling matured into a massive tree, its bark gnarled and dark, and its branches wide and reaching. These limbs, snaked out with a mind of their own, twisting around the village homes. The timber and stone structures stood no chance against the tree's might. With an unsettling crunch, houses were compressed and shattered, leaving behind a path of destruction. The rogue, ever agile and fearless, made her move. Using her tools, she scaled the tree's monstrous trunk, dodging the unpredictable movements of its branches. Her goal was the tree's apex, for she sensed a force there, a heartbeat amidst the timber. Her instincts were right. Nestled within a hollow at the tree's core was its heart, but this was no organic creation. It was a heart crafted from pure, gleaming gold, pulsating with an eerie luminescence. The rhythmic glow hinted at another worldly life force. From below, the scholar, his eyes darting across the pages of his tome, found a legend that matched their grim reality. The tale spoke of a golden tree, a manifestation of unchecked greed and desire. Born from the collective avarice of a community, this tree would grow, consuming all in its path. Realization dawned upon the duo. To counteract this embodiment of greed, they would have to melt the golden heart. The rogue, using flint and steel, ignited a fire, the flames licking the golden heart. As the heart melted, streams of molten gold flowed down the tree, and a miraculous transformation occurred. The once menacing tree began to recede, its branches withdrawing from the ruins of the crushed homes. A collective sigh of relief swept through the village as the immediate threat was vanquished. But as the rogue descended and the scholar closed his tome, both knew one thing, the night, with its tales of terror, was far from over. The night was still young when Gloomhaven underwent its next transformation. The ground shuddered, and from its depths, hedges of thick, dark foliage erupted. These weren't the manicured hedges one might find in a nobleman's garden, they were wild, unruly, and growing at a pace that defied nature. Within moments, the once familiar streets of Gloomhaven were lost, replaced by a confounding maze of green walls. The village had become a sprawling labyrinth. As the pathways twisted and turned, the air grew denser. The earlier whispers that had hinted at despair evolved, becoming hauntingly beautiful lullabies. These weren't songs of comfort, but sirens' calls, beckoning the villagers deeper into the labyrinth's embrace. Unwary elders, children, and even stout-hearted men and women found themselves entranced, wandering further into the trap. As if the labyrinth's design wasn't challenging enough, the hedges themselves were alive, constantly shifting. Just when a path seemed clear, it would close off, replaced by an impenetrable wall of thorns and leaves.
Escape, for the entrapped villagers, seemed an elusive dream. But the rogue was undeterred. Her movements were a blend of grace and precision. Drawing from her pouch, she produced a fine silver dust, a relic from her many adventures. As she nimbly navigated the labyrinth, she left a trail of this shimmering powder, marking her path. The scholar, for his part, dove once again into his tome. His fingers flew across the pages, searching for a tale that mirrored their current predicament. And he found it, a story of a town ensnared in an endless search, a quest without end or reward. The labyrinth was a manifestation of that tale, feeding on the villagers' desperation and hope. Inspiration struck. If the labyrinth fed on hopelessness, then perhaps hope, or light, would be its antidote. Recalling the properties of the rogue's silver dust, the scholar lit a small flame, igniting the trail she had laid. Almost instantly, the silver ignited, creating a brilliant path of light within the shadowy maze. The villagers, drawn to the light amidst their dark surroundings, began to follow the luminous trail. Families were reunited, and lost souls found their way, all of them guided by the radiant pathway. Emerging from the labyrinth, the villagers found themselves once again in the village square, the hedges dissipating behind them. The rogue and the scholar exchanged a glance of understanding and relief. But as the last remnants of the labyrinth vanished, a cold wind blew, signaling the deepening of the night and the promise of more tales to unfold. As the labyrinthine hedges faded into memory, the moon, now high in the sky, painted Gloomhaven in a pallid light. But this illumination was soon to be overshadowed by a new terror. From the shadows of buildings, the eaves of rooftops, and the dark corners of alleyways, an army of eight-legged monstrosities began to emerge. These were spiders, but not of the ordinary kind. They were massive, their bodies dwarfing even the stoutest of villagers. Their eyes, eight per spider, glowed like burning coals, casting an eerie light. As these arachnid giants advanced, they began weaving webs, their threads as thick as ropes and as strong as steel chains. The webs spread across homes, streets, and open squares, ensnaring any villager unlucky enough to be caught in their path. Those trapped found themselves quickly cocooned, rendered immobile and left hanging, awaiting an uncertain fate. The scholar, despite the mounting terror, managed to keep his wits. His tome, had tales of creatures born from the collective nightmares of civilizations, entities that thrived on fear and despair. As he hurriedly skimmed the pages, he directed the rogue to use one of her most unique tools, an array of polished, silvered mirrors, each no larger than her hand but crafted to perfection. The rogue, understanding his intent, strategically positioned the mirrors around the village square. On the scholar's signal, she angled them to catch the moon's soft glow, amplifying and reflecting it back towards the spiders. The result was a blinding burst of light, a luminescence so intense that even the spiders, with their multitude of eyes, were momentarily stunned. Their advance halted, their webs ceased to spin, and for a brief moment, the village held its breath. Seizing the opportunity, the rogue, blade in hand, 
danced her way through the intricate web network. Her blade, sharp and swift, sliced through the thick threads, freeing one villager after another. Each rescued individual was a small victory against the encroaching darkness. However, just as hope seemed to be returning to Gloomhaven, the very earth rebelled. A deep rumble resonated from beneath, shaking the very foundations of the village. Cracks snaked across the ground, and from these fissures, skeletal hands, bleached white with age, clawed their way out. With a grip as firm as iron, they reached for the villagers, pulling them into the subterranean depths below. The night, it seemed, had yet more horrors to unleash. The earth's tremors increased in intensity, and Gloomhaven's end seemed imminent. Everywhere they looked, skeletal hands reached out, pulling villager after villager into the abyss. The scholar and the rogue, their backs pressed together, were quickly becoming the last line of defense in a village teetering on the brink of oblivion. In the heat of the moment, the rogue's sharp eyes caught a curious detail. The skeletal hands, as relentless as they were, seemed to recoil from the ancient tome that the scholar clutched so desperately. A glint of hope sparked. Grabbing the book, they tore pages, laying them down in a hasty circle around themselves. As the ancient parchment touched the ground, a protective barrier formed, keeping the hands at bay. Inside this makeshift sanctuary, the scholar took a deep breath and began to read aloud. But this time, it wasn't a tale of monsters or curses. Instead, it was a story of unity, of people from different walks of life coming together to form a community. As the words flowed, the rogue began to dance, her movements echoing the narrative, breathing life into the tale. The skeletal hands paused, their aggressive intent waning. Slowly, they began to retract, and in their place, the earth rumbled once more. But this wasn't another assault. Instead, a massive tome, larger than any building in Gloomhaven, began to rise from the depths. Its pages, vast and numerous, fluttered open, revealing a tapestry of tales. Written in intricate scripts were stories of civilization's past, tales of heroism, tragedy, love, and betrayal. The scholar, with dawning comprehension, traced his fingers over the writings. These weren't just stories, they were memories, echoes of a time long past. Gloomhaven, it turned out, was built atop an ancient library, a repository of tales from epochs gone by. The village's growth and actions had inadvertently disturbed these tales, causing them to manifest as the horrors that plagued the knights. The revelation was profound. The monsters weren't invaders, they were remnants of forgotten stories demanding to be acknowledged. The solution wasn't to defeat these apparitions but to understand them, to integrate their essence into the village's very fabric. As the first light of dawn painted the horizon, Gloomhaven, armed with newfound knowledge, set to work. Buildings were reconstructed with designs inspired by the tales, streets named after ancient heroes, and festivals celebrated in honor of bygone eras. The scholar and the rogue, having unraveled the village's mystery, prepared to depart. Their silhouettes, one with a tome and the other with her tools of trade, faded into the mist. Behind them, 
They left the transformed Gloomhaven, a beacon of knowledge, understanding, and unity in the heart of the enigmatic woods.